Hello there, my name is Michelle Matthews, and I believe that if you have something to say, you should say it. You shouldn't hold it in for fear of what people might think or how it may be perceived. What you have to say is valid. You have a voice and you should use it. So here's something that I want to share with you before I go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Before I Go podcast. So last year, I gave my daughter-in-law the recipe for my son's favorite cake. I used to make that cake for his birthday every year. It started when he was a child and continued well into his 20s. Admittedly, I felt some kind of way about not being able to make the cake, but I was glad that he would still be able to enjoy it. Thinking about that got me thinking about the different transitions that we go through in life. Our lives are constantly changing. And if you are a person who doesn't deal with change very well, then this episode may be for you. I love a routine. I don't think I'm rigid. I can be flexible, but it takes some effort. When we talk about life's transitions, there are anticipated transitions like getting married, having children, getting a new job, and unanticipated transitions like getting divorced, death, getting fired. Both types, positive and negative, can cause a certain amount of stress The key is being able to navigate your way through the stress and come out the other side as best as you can. I knew at the age of 17 that I wanted to be a mother. It was just something in me that wanted to have that experience. I wanted to get pregnant. I wanted to know what it felt like to carry a baby. I wanted to give birth. I I can't explain it. Having and raising my son and daughter has been the best part of my life, no question. I raised them to be independent, so having them leave the nest was not traumatic for me. That was the goal, after all. However, that does not mean that transitioning to being an empty nester was easy. No one was upstairs playing playing video games. No one was behind closed doors on their phone. No one was messing up my kitchen. No one was leaving rings around the tub. I'm cooking for one, watching shows alone. I'm not listening for keys in the front door. I don't feel lonely, I just feel different. I'm used to it now and wouldn't change my quiet home for anything in the world. My home is my sanctuary, my my place of peace, the place where I feel the safest, but it took me a while to get here. Transitions are not always easy. I believe that one of the keys to surviving life's transitions is to recognize that some change is inevitable and may even be necessary. And if you have an open mind, may even be beneficial. You have to know when to let go of something that no longer serves you in a positive way. Otherwise, you may miss out on something better. Some transitions are very easy even if you are averse to change. Because of the pandemic, I stopped going to the gym and I started exercising at the house and I love it, which was completely unexpected because 
I always believe that if you're not at the gym throwing around heavy weights, then you aren't really working out. My thinking has since changed. I also transitioned to vegetarianism, which was not difficult at all. Well, not eating meat was not hard. Figuring out what to eat was challenging, but I believe I have it figured out. I have transitioned from living with my parents to living on my own, from being single to being married, from being married to being divorced, from one job to another, from having kids at home to being an empty nester. Believe me, each transition came with its own set of challenges. According to Jennifer Bluff, who is the owner of Deepwater Counseling, sometimes life transitions can lead to positive changes including a shift in focus to what's really important in our lives, the chance to redefine our role in life, learning to become more flexible and resilient, and the ability to tap into our strengths to increase growth and self-confidence. Look, we have to be open to change. Without change, there is no growth. Without growth, we become stagnant and life ceases to have meaning. You know, I read somewhere that one reason people resist change is because they focus on what they have to give up instead of what they have to gain. Even with all that, look, I do recognize that we all still may struggle with dealing with life's transitions. I said in an earlier episode that the way I dealt with the pandemic was to eat my way through it, which of course had negative consequences. So what are some better ways to deal with life's transitions? Glad you asked. (laughs) I know that the term self-care is being tossed around so much that it seems cliche at this point, but just because it seems cliche doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Take care of yourself, eat a healthier diet, move your body and get enough rest. Don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself a break. Transitions aren't going to be easy and you shouldn't be expected to come through them completely unscathed. Avoid unhealthy coping skills such as overeating or self-medicating with drugs or alcohol. Practice stress management techniques such as meditation and deep breathing. You would be surprised how much stopping, taking a deep breath and counting to 10 actually helps with your calm, with calming your anxiety. Try it. Finally, don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it, whether it be from family, friends, or a professional. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. But before I go, let me share this with you from Socrates. The secret of change is to focus all your energy Not on fighting the old, but on building the new. I'll see you next time.